Welcome to JK Games, the gaming podcast where we bring you the gaming news we care about. And maybe some that we don't. And whether you play on easy mode... Or you like a good challenge. This is the show where we'll try to level up your gaming knowledge. Yeah. There you go. It's all having these vocals this evening. Welcome to episode number... Do you know, Jerka? 87. 87. <laughs> <laughs> On the road to uh, 100. We're pretty close, folks. Oh my god, we're so close. I can't believe we've made it this far, Kayla. I think this, uh, every episode we do, I'm like, well... We did we're, it. We're, do- we're, we're still doing it. We did it again. Look at that. Here we are. <laughs> and if you're new here, I am one of your hosts, Kayla. And I'm your other host, Jerrica, and today we are going to talk to you all about video, video games. games and Mass Effect. Yeah. Because that is now out and in the wild again. Mass Effect is in the news again. I know it's you were so hyped, Jerrica. We are very excited to talk about that some today. I have not personally played yet, but it is on my list for next. Um, and I really want to interview Jerrica about it and get her first impressions and thoughts. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and let's just go ahead and dive right in. We've got some things to discuss today. Um, so if you are watching us live on Twitch, hello, hi, welcome. We're so glad to have you. If you are listening on a podcast platform after the fact, be sure to join us next time on Twitch. We are trying to make time for some more live episodes because we love just interacting Mm -hmm. with you guys during the episode. Um, so let's go ahead and do our loadout. Do, 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 do. Jerrica, thank you for joining my loadout little little Anytime. thing. Anytime. I figured I would do it this time. Yes, I love it. Um, so, if you are new here, we do our episodes in three parts, just like a video game. We have our easy mode where we talk about what we've been playing this week, what we've been watching, what we've been doing. This is kind of our like catch-all area where we just talk about what's on our minds. Um, and then we have our normal mode, which is our news. We have a couple different topics to cover today. Thank you, Jerrica, for gathering our news. Um, it's Anytime. been a day for me. Um, so we're going to talk about some new PlayStation VR stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about a, a continuation of the PS5 shortage, um, which has been a, a hot topic that we've we've talked about before in the past. Um, and then I believe that is all. It's been a pretty dry week for news, Jerrica. It's a pretty dry week because everyone's playing Mass Effect, Kayla. Like, there's no reason for any other topics this week <laughs> other than... Because it's three games. you got three games that you have to cover in, you know, or talk about within a week. It's impossible. So people are still playing Mass Effect. That's just why there's no new news. No new news. Because um, everyone's just playing Mass Effect. Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like. Mass Effect and then finishing up Resident Evil, which, by the way, Jerrica <laughs> finished uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. I did. I had to pause and actually, you know, take a second to, uh, like, finish that game properly before I dive in further into Mass mm-hmm. Effect. Because, once again, Mass Effect, you got three games in one. And you guess for each game, it'll probably give you, like, or you would probably spend about 20 hours potentially mm-hmm. in each game. So it's a lot of time. So, and I couldn't just go back and forth from Resident Evil to Mass Effect. It was a lot of, you know, that's sort of, I don't know, two experiences that that's I don't want. That's two very different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that's very different games. So I'm curious to see how like you, how your mindset was going back and forth between those, but we'll, we'll dive yeah. into that, into that later. 
Um, yeah. So that's our normal mode. And then our expert mode, as we've kind of already discussed, is um, in the season of these new games that we're going through right now. We've had a lot of first impression episodes. Um, so we're going to talk about, she's going to give some spoiler free reviews, like a little, some comments about Resident Evil 8. And then yes. she's also going to give first impressions about Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, and I'm going to talk about my experience so far with, uh, I'm still working on Resident Evil 7, Bioshock, Bioshock, yes. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in easy mode in a, just a little bit. So, and that is going to be all, folks. Thank you for joining us again on Twitch. Of course, we'll be sure to read your comments throughout the stream. So feel free to say whatever you would like, any commentary, feel free, and we'll we'll address it and laugh at it and uh, laugh at you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. So easy mode, Jerrica. So you have been playing, obviously, Mass Effect, and you have yes. been playing Resident Evil. Is there anything else that you've been sprinkling in between? I feel like there was maybe just like a tad bit of something else. Destiny? But I don't... I, Destiny, that's mm-hmm. what... Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so the new season in Destiny started. Kayla, that's why you're the co-host in, in this uh, this space. The co-hostess with mostess. You really helped me, you know, remember things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did uh, jump into Destiny briefly because the new season started and don't ask me what the name of it is. Um, all I'm going to say, it, it's pretty cool so far. I love all the potential armor um, that you can equip. And they redid like the shader system. So the shader system, what a shader is, is essentially um, a color uh, palette that you can apply to your armor, mm-hmm. um, different pieces. And they've redone that a little bit. I haven't had a chance to dive into that just yet. Um, but I'm just glad to not have all those shaders in my inventory anymore to deal with that. Oh, so I a lot remember of dismantling. those. Yeah, there were so yeah. many, like, and they just constantly fill up and I run out of space. So apparently there's a new system for that. I've heard um, some negative commentary on that because hmm. I guess how maybe there's some restrictions or some limitations that you may have doing it. But I haven't played with it, so I'm not going to give my commentary just yet. I'm excited just not to have tons of shaders. On the okay, that was cool and all, but like mm-hmm. the biggest thing, Kayla, from this season, um, there's, I guess, in the story, I can't get too e- into it because Destiny lore is pretty out there and it's sort of hard to explain. Um, but you have taken in um, to the tower um, some uh, fallen refugees. Um, they need some shelter, so they're sort of staying near uh, your base camp in Destiny. And these little fallen alien creatures are running in. And this one had a little shawl on. And inside the shawl was three little baby fallen creatures. And I've never... uh, I haven't seen any babies in in Destiny. I almost said Mass Effect. I haven't seen any babies in Destiny, okay? Yeah. Uh, Or in Mass Effect. I can't think of really... Okay, I take that back. There are baby Krogan mentioned maybe seen i can't not remember regardless uh baby fallen are in destiny now and they are so cute they have little evil looking eyes and little little eye like, they multiple they eyes. look like um what's the thing from star wars with the hoods what's that um oh i know what you're talking not about ewoks oh. not ewoks um you got this kayla because i know what you're talking about but Somebody in the chat tell me what I'm thinking of. I'm a fake Star Wars fan. Uh, um, <laughs> Star Wars uh, things with eyes. Glowing eyes into the hoods. 
What's it called? Eyes. I need to phone a friend. Hunter. <laughs> Hunter. He's unresponsive at this time. Um, while you're looking at that, Katronica, hello in the chat. We love you. Thank you so much for being our number one fan. Uh, she said, feel free to speak so I may laugh at your words. Good thing I consider myself a comedian. Yes. Yes, you are. Jawa, Kayla. They're Jawa. called Jawas. Yes. 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 That's, isn't that, is, you, is that, is that, is that the plural or singular? Do you say the Jawa or the, do you say the Jawa? The like Jawas. The Jawai. Jawai. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. They, they do. Yes. Now that you say that, yes. Uh, very similar because they're like cloaked and mm-hmm. they're like wrapped up and they're, all you see is the glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Um, that's how much of I got. That's as, as much as I've gotten to the new season of Destiny. Okay. I was like, oh my God, baby fallen. And I just stared at those for a little while. Um, but a lot of new armor sets that I'm really excited to try to get. And of course, I bought the season pass. So I have got to get back to that at some point. Luckily, I have a few weeks. So. Um, I have a question. So with Destiny, I have played Destiny. If you listen to the podcast, I did play it closer to when it came out, but I kind of let it die and I I still own it. I just haven't picked it back up. But when you have a new season, does it come with new like story beats? Like, is there more like, like to the story with each season or is it just like a, like a PVP, like new season kind of thing? Yeah, usually they do incorporate some kind of new little lore segment okay. and um, usually a new baddie that you're doing some uh, uh, PVE sort of events okay. against um, to get loot. And to be honest, um, I don't know why I keep doing that to myself because those systems are a little confusing and you have to equip the things and the things and then smash the things after you beat the things. So hopefully that makes sense. a lot of things. Uh, there you go. Katronica in our chat on Twitch said, I've seen some cosplays of kids as Jawas, and it's adorable. Oh, my God. That is adorable. I look this up. That is adorable. Oh, that's um, such a good idea. Uh, what was I saying? Okay, so that's all you've been playing lately is just some of the new Destiny season? Besides what we're talking about in our main topic, of course. Yeah, just that a little bit. And then, of course, Resident Evil 8 and Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I've been playing, Kayla. Okay. What about you? Um, I have been playing... Um, I think I'll go ahead and talk about it here and leave the main topic open for our new games that we're discussing. But I've been playing Resident Evil 7. I talked about it last week. Um, I actually made some notes to talk about this week because um, I'm trying to be a good podcaster, you know? Oh, trying to, excellent. Trying to be I think all that's professional. What, that's what people do, right? Yeah. They take notes while they play games. Yeah. They, you know, we should, um, we should start doing that. I'm glad we're starting now. <laughs> yeah. So I, and you know, I've just like pretty much like gibberish, just like as I notate something in the game that I like feel strongly about, I started writing it down. Like the things that I enjoy and the things that I don't enjoy, um, which is very little. Um, but I started writing things down. I think I'm a little over halfway I'm about, like, six hours in. Um, when I looked it up, it said the story was, like, nine hours. So Nice, yeah. Getting through that pretty fast. Um, it's so good. I am so glad that you told me to play this one because I love yeah. it. Um, and I'm curious to know, like, you said it does connect, so I'm curious to know how it connects. Anyways. Yes. Um, so there are no spoilers also in this. Um, so if you haven't played Seven feel free to do so and and listen to this as well. Um, So my biggest thing is I love the puzzles. I love, you know, sometimes I can get frustrated with puzzles if they're not, like, if they're hard to grasp the concept of and, like, it can get frustrating. 
But I love also the aspect of the found footage, how like you find the little VHS tapes. Um, Again, no spoilers, but like that's how you are getting some of the backstory. But also part of my favorite part is how, again, this is, I guess, sort of like games, gameplay spoilers, but like nothing too serious. Um, When you find the footage, you're playing in the footage, basically. So like you're, you're watching it and then all of a sudden you're immersed into the scene and then you use that knowledge of you in the scene, like it shows you what you need to do in the main game, basically. So like you find the secret passage in the footage that you're watching slash playing, and then you're using it in real, like real time. So I yeah. thought that's super cool. I love that. Cause it's like, oh yeah, I remember that thing that I did like 30 minutes ago that applies to my situation now. So I think that's super cool. I love the weapon play, like how the weapons feel. Um, you have some, like, guns, but you also have, like, knives, and you have things like that, which I find very interesting. Um, and you, I like the crafting system as well, how you craft the ammo. Um, I like that. I think it's pretty user-friendly. It's not super complicated. It's pretty straightforward. And I love the, uh, the family, the cultish feel. Oh my feel. God. I'm so glad you love it. Cause it's, 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 it's hit or wacky. miss with that kind of it's like wacky. scary, right? So it's wacky. It is wacky, but it's not like, I don't know how to explain this, but like I, even though like I do genuinely enjoy the Outlast games, it's a little like, Outlast is a little like much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's a little There's like. Not a- there's not a lot of like it's it's either you're running and just hiding and mm-hmm. like you're not trying to like learn about the characters at all or like there's n- there's not like there's zero not character development it, yeah, yeah. This, like they're just scary creatures right this I feel like is more like intriguing because I'm learning about this family and like what the hell is going on like at this time yeah so that's very interesting and they to all me. have such great personalities they're they're all so different but equally like terrifying and you're just like what happened to these people uh, have they've like what's go-? like at the opening scene is one of the things that i'll never forget is like when you're sitting like at the table and the whole family's there yeah and like they go to like feed you and it's like just i don't know worms or body parts mm-hmm. or something and it's just like it just it just it, puts you in a space where you're just uncomfortable and like want to throw up. Yeah, yeah. This game, I, that's a great descriptor word of this game is uncomfortable. <laughs> throw up. And oh, that's like throw up. Well, throw up as well. <laughs> this makes yes. you want to throw up. Uh, Katronica in the chat said apparently their dad told them that whenever someone pointed them out to grab things that aren't nailed down and pretend to steal them and then put them back. Oh. Oh, it's uh talking about the Jawas. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, that sorry, we just went back like a, a while. I just wanted to make sure. I we love didn't, that. No, we like if you just tuning in. We talked about Baby Fallen and how that uh, they they sort of remind us of Jawas. Mm-hmm. Took us a while to get there, but sorry. Jawas, Jawas. I thought that she was talking about Resident Evil, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> Which could easily. I saw the comment. I should have like. I wasn't gonna let you roll with it. I was like, this could go. It could go either way. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, have I just not gotten to that part yet? I love um, it so much. I, I love also that. really enjoy the. It feels like a giant escape room to me. This game. Yeah. Ooh, I've never heard it like described that way. That's perfect. Yeah, it feels like a very in-depth escape room. And so My I love. My mind is blown 
You're so right. Oh my god, that's why we love these games. That's why I love Resident Evil, because that's every Resident Evil game. Yeah, it feels like an escape room. Sorry, I gotta readjust. Um, <laughs> and I love escape rooms. I love, it's like a puzzle, but in like a we gotta get out of here kind of feel. Like, it has that sense of urgency built into you. And yeah. it takes a lot, like, because I enjoy scary things, so it takes a lot to, like, actually scare me with, like, not just jump scares, but with, like, the, like, oh, shit, I gotta get out of this situation. Like, this is bad. <laughs> Where am I? Bad. Kind of thing. Mayday, mayday. What is mayday. happening? And so that's that's the feelings that I get in this game in the best way, like, in the most positive way possible. Um, so I just, I just want to learn more. Like, it keeps me wanting to, like, be involved and learn more. Even though it's scary. However, the, mm, I don't know if I should. This is kind of a spoiler. I'm gonna wait. Okay, I'm, if you, I mean, if you've, it's Resident Evil Seven's been out for like three years now, okay. so I think I think we're good. If uh, you have not played Resident Evil Seven and you'd like to stay spoiler free, it's very minimal. Come back in like three minutes. Yeah, it's very minimal. Basically, I don't really like the zombies creature things. Yeah. I don't okay. really like them. I don't think that they... I don't know how it all ties in, so I don't want to say that, like, I don't enjoy this part of the story, but, like, I didn't... Like, fighting them was just kind of, like... I, it was very, like... It seemed out of place to me. I, like, went down in the basement and I saw all this and I was, like, randomly this monster was there and I was, like, wait. I thought, like... I thought that, like, the family was the main, like, villain kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. It just seemed kind of, well, like off-putting in a way i don't know it would be cool like uh, not to spoil anything for eight um similar thing with eight like there's always and that's with every resident evil game even the i played resident evil 2 remake um as well and of course there's zombies walking around and like it's sort of like those are those in between things that just have to that create a challenge for you to get to the next area it would be cool if they sort of like figure out a way to not be so generic with mm-hmm. just uh, an, an undead mm-hmm. thingy running at you slowly staggering yeah um maybe something a little different which by the way eight's got a, got some, some okay. different things in it from time that's to time that's like my so. only complaint though like otherwise and it's not even it's a valid complaint yeah i think that it's like it just was kind of like weird to me all of a sudden i was like wait what is that? And I kind of got a hint at it when, like, Mia, the girl, um, the girlfriend, was, like, hinting at, like, they people turning and things like that. And then now, yeah. the current part where I'm at, and this will be the, the end of the spoilers, the current part where I'm at is, like, looking for things to make the serum with. So I'm mm-hmm. looking for, like, the baby head and arm <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, yes. I love the map. I love how like detailed the maps are and how detailed like the setting mm-hmm. is. I love the setting of this game. Um, it's a little bit confusing sometimes. Like there's the mm-hmm. first, but I think that's intentional, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and I like that there's like things that you have to remember to go back to. So you're like, I can't open this right now, but I know when I get access to this, I'm going to go back to it and get access to this other thing. I kind of like that. There's a lot of keys involved. Um, but that's, that's really all of my review so far. This is kind of like a half review. I like it. Um, so Katronica said, no, I only watch other play people play Resident Evil. That's fair. Smart move. That's fair. I get it. Um, so that's, it's, it's tough to play sometimes. Like you gotta be in the mood, but like, I love it. So like, it's a good mix of like 
the jump scares, the scariness, the chase, but also just like you trying to get your way out of this house. Yeah, so. it's not just about that, which is what I enjoy. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's my like mini review of like halfway through Resident Evil Seven. I'll do like a full review one day when we do like a spoiler cast or something. We should definitely do so when you get to when you finally make the time to get re- to Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Which maybe we should figure out a time where we can both, where you could be playing it, we can stream it, yeah. like we're both on stream, but you're playing it. Yeah. I can help you, like walk you through everything. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I would love that. Um, or just be there, backseat gaming, you know, <laughs> uh, which I've been doing a lot of lately with Mass Effect and my girlfriend's playing, uh, Audrey's playing Mass Effect and just watching her for the first time. I bet uh, that's fun. It is fun, but I am a backseat gamer, so maybe I'll just sort of reel that in a little bit. If you can, if we we got to figure a way to do that because yeah. I'd love um, for you to play Resident Evil Eight um, sooner rather than later. Yeah, hopefully, and then like we can do come back and do a whole spo- spoiler cast okay. on seven and eight. I may just like depending on how I feel when I leave off Resident Evil Seven. What my thought was was to. Because I know Mass Effect, I'm gonna. It's gonna take me a while to do it. Yeah, don't worry about. I'm liking where this idea is going, okay? Okay. So, where are you going? No, I think I like where it's going. What my thought was, was to... I'm either going to A, finish 7, and if I'm in the mood still, I'll go immediately into 8. Or, if I'm feeling Mass Effect, I'm thinking about going ahead and downloading it and playing it a little bit, and then, like, dabbling in it while I'm playing 8. Like, if I'm going back and forth, if it feels right to me, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, you should definitely, like... If you're feeling the end of seven, go ahead and just go get ahead and just do it. I might, and yeah. it might be cool because exactly it's not long... what I did with Last of Us was immediately go into like, <laughs> which I was about to say, like you're in it, keep going, and maybe we can figure out a way to like, yeah, let's let's look into streaming it. Okay, let's see what we could do. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. If you're listening, um, <laughs> I think it would be fun. I'll I'll just be very scared, and that's okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been playing lately. Um, I really, I'm sad because I kind of abandoned Little Nightmares, but I'm almost oh, no. done. It's <laughs> just like kind of a similar vibe of game. It's way more cutesy and like not as like horrifying, obviously, but it is intended to be yeah. like slightly scary. And so I guess like it, I will finish it. It's it's a short game as well, and I'm almost done, I think. So I don't know. I'll let you guys know whenever I finish that because I want to play the second one. Um, I do too. I do too. Uh, Katronica said, I think the Dishonored series is as close to spooky as I can get to playing myself. <laughs> is that, eh. is that spooky? I don't even know. I don't think so, but I'm sure there's some creepy elements. Maybe yeah. just like people, cause you're just like trying to, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to describe what Dishonored is. I know like what the cover art looks like, but that's it. Okay. Um, all right, well, let's move on to our normal mode, Jerrica. You added this news, so do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I can kick us off real quick. So, um, saw that this article came out uh, regarding the new PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. um, which we know that was already announced by Sony. Um, was it earlier this year? Yeah. Yeah. Must be this year. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we know it's coming, and they even unveiled uh, the new controllers that you'll be using um, with the VR and the PlayStation 5. So this article is from Upload VR. Um, I don't know who wrote... Oh, Ian Hamilton. 
That's the uh, the author of this article. Okay. Here we go. Sony's next-gen VR headset for PlayStation 5 has significantly higher resolution inside-out tracking, a vibration motor, and even fovented. Fo- 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 Don't know what that means. I've never seen that word. Fo- F-O-V-E-D. Fovited? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, re- some kind of rendering. Fovited rendering. Reliable sources tell Upload VR. We don't know the product's name, but multiple sur- sources tell us Sony shared details with partners. Those details include a resolution of 4,000 by 2040 pixels, um, a lens separation adjustment dial, a gaze tracking capable of faux vented vit rendering. There's that word again. Need to look yeah, up the I definition don't know. of that. I'll later. look it up. Faux venting. If that's the, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, a motor in the headset can be used by developers to give direct haptic feedback so a motor in in the headset <laughs> potentially could vibrate is that your head um vibrating i don't know <sighs> um sony previously confirmed that it is developing a next generation wired vr headset for ps5 to release sometime after 2021 and revealed the controllers for the up- upcoming device with a lot with analog sticks and finger positioning sensing mm-hmm. plus resistive triggers that you can push back in your fingers push back at your fingers when pressed pressed as seen in the playstation 5's own dual sense controller so there's a few other tidbits here um but i thought some of those uh those uh facts um potential facts uh this isn't from sony directly but um this is the headset potentially having haptic feedback. Something else that caught my eye with no pun intended was the lens separation adjustment dial. So maybe, cause one thing I, cause obviously this sort of ties into this uh, information, but friend of the show, Josh uh, upgraded his VR mm-hmm. recently and I bought his HTC Vive um, to use and finally play one day Half-Life Alex that is on the list <laughs> to get through all these games, yeah, but that lot. is on yeah. it as well. There's so much. Um, but one of the things with, and I have the PlayStation VR, now I have the HTC Vive. Um, one thing I wish that, and based on, this is what I think this means, right? If I see a lens separation adjustment dial, you know, like when you go to the eye doctor where you can sort of, when he goes like, can you see this? A is better than B. I don't know, some kind of yeah. like, my VR headset it, like, needs cl- some kind of adjustment because sometimes I feel like the right or the left is is a little off to the right. I wish I could just slide it in a little bit because everyone's is that called your pupillary distance, right? It's different for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've ordered a few glasses off Warby Parker, so I know what that means. Um, I don't know. I have but, good vision. Oh, oh I'm yeah, lucky. You have no idea, don't you? Yeah. Um, anyways, the, your your you know the center of your yeah. eye. It's a different different places for different people. So sometimes the VR is a little harder for me to use because I feel like my right side needs to be a little... The lens needs to be closer together. Um, I guess my eyes are close together. Unlike other humans. Um, regardless, Everybody that'd be really cool. And I, <laughs> everyone's got different pupils. Yeah. But I thought it would be really neat that you could actually adjust that um, mm. with the VR. So that, that's exciting. I can't wait to see what this uh, PlayStation VR looks like. Um, I already love the controllers. They look dope. Um, I just wish it was wireless. I know we're not there with the technology, but I wish it was wireless. I agree. 
for um, sure may one day one day um i do think we will in the future maybe in the next couple of weeks do a whole vr episode i think that would be really yeah, cool we should we i can have ask Josh on. i we need an expert on here so i can ask all these questions right yeah. what's a faux vintage what it was it faux vented something some of our episodes with josh are our most popular episodes too a lot of people like well, josh he's, he's a video game genius yeah. he's the nintendo expert also a vr expert we'll have to have him on he's an too. expert of many things let's peti- yeah. uh, petition to have josh on uh, do a let's, vr episode yeah let's and do you it. can talk about I'm your down. new vr as well yeah so let's do it but no that's very down, interesting down, to know. do you think you'll buy this playstation vr the new one Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm in from day one. Anything for that PlayStation sells, I'm going to buy. That's true. Um, just, you know, it's sort of sad because we'll go into the next topic. Um, there's still a shortage of PlayStation 5s, and you will need a PlayStation 5 to use with this VR, um, more than likely. So, um, and I can go into the next segment yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, since you, you put um, it in there, let me know what you think. So, this is actually published on the 10th from Engadget by S. Dent, um, but Sony reportedly warned that PlayStation 5 shortages may continue until 2022, so it's expecting um, some strong demand to be hindered by ongoing chip supply issues. Sony is selling a lot of PlayStation 5s, but it may be some time before the console hits its true sales potential. The company had reported warn has reportedly warned analysts that the PlayStation 5 will remain in short supply all the way through 2022, hindering future buyers and its own potential sales, um, according to Bloomberg. Sony sold 7.8 million units through March 31st and projects it will sell around 14.8 million by the end of the current fiscal year. Sky high demand means it could sell more, but it can't keep up. Um, with supply due to the shortages of chips and other components. And like other industries that depend on semiconductors, Sony can't provide an estimate for when the situation will improve. There's uh, more to this article as well, but just wanted to read the first bit. Not surprising. Um, Not surprising. I think a lot of technology um, is feeling this right now with the the chip shortage. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it bums me out because there's a lot of great games coming out and still... Some of our friends, Kayla, can't get PlayStation 5s. Yeah. It's really hard. And I started trying to help one of our other friends just recently. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm getting back in the game. I could, should be, this should be pretty easy to do now. I mean, it's been months. Right. It's been like seven months, think. I believe. Like, it's been over half a year, I believe. Like, it sh- we should be able to get a PS5. But definitely not the case. Still very hard to get. Um I don't know how hard it is to get an Xbox, though, in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like most places are the Series X is also still sold out, um, but I haven't been keeping a track, um, keeping track of that at all. I know our friend Oliver, um, who's been on the podcast several times, last week when we had our live episode said that the Series X is still hard to get your hands on. Um, so, but the one, next-gen consoles. The, yeah. So it is definitely unfortunate. So I mean, just keep your eyes peeled, I guess. But like, it is sad. I think that we should also do. Um, this is just another off like thought that I had. We should do a one year with PS Five episode where we talk Let's about like it. our favorite things that we've played on PS Five so far. So we can look at you know the day it came out, which I've already forgotten. November. So it seems so. Yeah, November something maybe. Something. 
yeah um, we'll do an episode yeah why around not? then to see what what's what's out and what's in the pipeline yeah and if you still don't have a ps5 maybe we can help i don't know <laughs> just build up the hype for when you get one yeah i do feel bad <laughs> um however let's that wraps up our normal mode unless you had anything to add jerica we have oh um the overwatch stream is coming in a couple of days this will go live on we're recording a couple days in advance more than we usually do um so this will go live on the 21st so it will have already happened um so we'll talk about it the following week with the Overwatch stream that's happening, which is going to discuss some of the Overwatch 2 stuff, which we've been yeah. begging for. Um, I'm excited for that. I want to see what's new. Yeah, we'll definitely post updates on our Instagram, so hopefully you guys will have already seen them by the time we upload this. Um, sorry, I'm looking at Hunter. He's up there. Um, so, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up our normal modes. We can jump right into expert mode, baby. Let's go. Let's do this. All right, so... Jerica, Mass Effect, it's here. Yes, it's finally here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Effect originally came out in 2007. Uh, Mass Effect 2 came out in 2010. Mass Effect 3 came out in 2012. So it's been a long time. Um, and funny enough, I tried the series when it came out the first time, but I didn't like how it played, and it was really difficult to really understand what the heck, uh, what what's this game about? What are you trying to do? I don't like it. Um, but luckily, I revisited the series um, after all the games were out, which was just meant to be um, in 2014 mm-hmm. by one of our you know friends of the show that we keep talking about, Josh. Um, just kept telling me, hey, you should play Mass Effect. So when I finally played, I fell in love. I gave it a chance, and um, Definitely one of the best pieces of sci-fi medium I've ever consumed in my life. Like, it is up there in terms of, like, it is my favorite sci-fi story Aww, ever. Yeah. And it's so good because it is a video game, so it's not just a movie you watch. Like, you are put in the shoes of Commander Shepard, and you go on this amazing adventure with your friends, your your gang, your boys, your girls, you name it, your your pals and you make tough decisions you make friends you make enemies um but you it's a role-playing game so you play the way you want to play and it's just it's so cool and then on top of that it's sort of like choose your choose your own adventure like you based on the choice yeah. yeah so based on the choices you make um the game can play out differently for you so replay replayability is definitely there. Like I remember when I first played through the trilogy the first time, I immediately replayed the whole thing again. <laughs> <laughs> like that was already almost a hundred hours of playing Mass Effect, and I went back around and did the whole thing over again. Wow! Um, just to see what other options there were and how I could, you know, affect some changes that I made in my first playthrough. That I'm like, man, that stinks. I wonder how what I could do to fix that so that doesn't happen my next playthrough. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect's one of those games that I that has never there's hasn't been anything like it. It's been there's been some things close, but there's nothing that's been on that level of like detail with writing, dialogue, branching dialogue and decisions that carry over to multiple games. Literally, there's a decision that you make in the first game that has an outcome that you, a repercussion that you don't see until you play Mass Effect 3. That's crazy. So I I remember you saying that, and that really intrigued me, because I love that. 
Yeah, so I hope I maybe sold everyone on Mass Effect just in that opening. That's my elevator pitch for it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's one of my favorite games of all time, and it's just because it does some stuff that's never been done before that well. Mm-hmm. And man, I can't wait for other people. That's that's why I'm you know I'm excited to replay it. Um, I'm Audrey, my girlfriend's actually ahead of me right now. Um, and, but you know, besides it being updated visually, it's, it's looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Even the first game looks, you can still tell it's an older game. Like granted, like the game came out in 2007. So, but with the upgraded visuals, like it's the resolution is, is up there. It, it, I mean, 4k, it's, it, it looks like a newer game. Mm-hmm. The visuals do, but some of the motion capture, how the, or if even if there was motion capture, I don't even know if there was. Um, some of the facial animations are very dated. Yeah. Um, but the the upscaling of this the the skin and the color and the the eyes like make it a little bit more bearable. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind when you're playing. But ultimately, like the thing that makes me most excited about this coming out, other than just reliving it in an updated world, um, is it being talked talked about and everywhere like twitter it's it's what everyone's talking about mm-hmm. is mass effect mass effect and like watching audrey play is more fun than me playing it honestly um and seeing her reactions to different points and what decisions she makes and I'm, i actually texted kayla today and i was like you know um I w- what i want to talk about the show is maybe just some tips for people that are about to dive into the trilogy for the first time um, I'm literally watching Audrey and she's already made a, a, a simple mistake, but granted, like if you've never played Mass Effect before, you don't know to do this. Yeah. I want to know so, before I start for sure. So like I, I went through a way, like my shepherd has a certain story beat that I can, that I, that really vibed with me and gives you a good bang for your buck in terms of decision quality and story. Yeah. So like when Audrey's going through and playing, I'm like, Oh, you should do this. Because I know something's going to happen, but I'm like, you should do this. To and make she's the like, experience I'm like, better? I'm like, just do it. Just do it, I promise. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. And But at the same time, like, I want her to make her own mm-hmm. decisions and, like, see what happens. Because like, that's part of the magic. So I'm, like, over here backseat gaming. You're like, oh. Um, I'm like, don't do that. Please don't do that. Uh. Um, but regardless, like, that's obviously, like, what makes me excited. It's like everyone that's anyone that hasn't played gets to finally play and it's being talked about again and hopefully bioware wins some goodwill with this because you know their past two releases have been duds yeah um not duds man it's it's not mass effect yeah okay i mean even though andromeda was mass effect it wasn't the level that i expect mass effect to be and anthem was not the type of bioware game that i was expecting so I'm hoping this like pulls some people back in, gets the hype train going, and whatever Bioware does them. next, yeah, whatever Bioware does next, it's you know we're a little bit more open to taking in new games from them. So yeah, um, I don't know if you have any specific questions about like yeah. before you play. So I would like to know, like, you said you had some tips for people playing the first time. Like, what tips would you give that still allow us to have, like, a personalized experience, but, like, would be helpful to know going into it for the first time? Yeah, so probably the biggest thing is, like, there is a, what's the word I'm looking for, like, moral status Mm. as you're playing, 
So like some of your decisions may be considered Paragon, whereas some of your decisions may be considered Renegade. So Paragon is like, you're a good person, you're making all the good decisions, you're, you know, you're just, a, you know, you're a good femme chef or male chef, whoever you decide to play. Or you can play as Paragon and you are just an asshole and punching reporters left and right. Um, and, just, you know, turning on, like, the council will call up sometimes and say, hey, Commander Shepard, we need an update on your mission. And if you're a renegade, you just hang up on them. So, like, that's... <laughs> so, like, you could play, like, as a, you know, you know, high, be- you know, better morals. No, no morals. Um, so when you're, when you make decisions, they lean a certain way. Is there any kind of middle ground? The, yeah. There is, there is, there is, but you definitely, I told Audrey this and she's like, oh, it's like one of those freaking personality tests. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, go all in on one or all in on the other. Don't go in between. And she's like, ah, oh, no, I hate doing that. But in Mass Effect, you may want to do that because you're awarded points um, whether you made a Paragon choice or a Renegade choice, and you want those meters to fill based on the experience you want to have, mm-hmm. um, because as you find out, some of your dialogue options require you to be a certain level in Paragon. Like, there may be an okay. opportunity to save a situation, but if you haven't done or haven't made enough Paragon options, you may not be able to do that. You'd miss out on that opportunity. Okay. It would be great out. Um, so you definitely want to start building up your bank with Paragon or Renegade, depending on how you want to play. Um, that's my first tip. Okay. Also, I try- yeah. I, I should have led with my first tip. Play the play the way you want to play, just not with me in the room. That may be sort of <laughs> difficult. <laughs> um, play the way you want to play the first time, because it is going to be a game that you're going to want to go back and play again. Yeah. Um, just because there's some, it's intricate. Like mm. there's some choices that you may not make and you're like, well, dang, how did I prevent that from, how could I have prevented that from happening? You look it up and I'm like, oh, well, I would have never known that. Mm-hmm. So um, number one, play the way you want to play. Number two, make your Paragon or Renegade bank. Make it make it happen. You'll, you'll have better choices. Um, and I guess number three, like I, I leave these at my top three tips here. I may add another one. Number three is talk to your crewmates after every big mission. So as you go through Mass Effect, you're going to have your companions join you on the Normandy, which is the ship um, that you fly and go around and save the day in. Um, You'll get various uh, companions that you can bring on missions. um, And you want to talk to them, get to know them. Mm -hmm. Because the more you get to know them, um, there may be missions where... It makes sense to bring Rex because he knows something about this situation. Rex is one of the characters, and he may have dialogue that's added to that event. Like, if you would have brought anyone else except Rex, you may have not heard Rex say these certain things. So pay attention to what your crewmates are talking about, basically. Pay attention to what they're they're, uh, talking about. Pay attention to what missions you're going to do. Light spoiler, but there's a mission early on in the game where someone's mother is involved and if you bring her on the mission with you there's some dialogue there that you would have not heard at all unless you brought them if you didn't bring that because you can only bring two companions with you only two and there's like seven or eight maybe not that many in the first game anyways um there's you can only bring two of them so you have to pick wisely um 
and sometimes like characters like if you're in the elevator these two characters may has banter that you may have never heard unless those two are together in the elevator. That's crazy. Like it's yeah. small little things like that. I love stuff they're like little. That, they're so it's a little thing, but it's just like it just brings the world to life. Um, especially with an older game, um, little things like that just really. That's what elevated a game from 2007 was those small details. So, talk to your crewmates. Figure out someone to romance if you want. Don't if you don't have to. You don't have to romance anybody. Um, but if you do romance uh, people, uh, try to keep them alive. Also, you know, make them happy. Sometimes you can date multiple people, but that can make other companions mad. They may not be open to it. You flirt with everybody on the ship. That, Some might be okay with it. That's a fun time. Yeah, you just never know unless you get to know your crewmates. So, um, game's fun. God, I can't wait for more people to play it. So where where are you at at this time? Like, where are you at in your replay? I'm about fifty, a little over halfway there. Halfway done with the first game. Okay. Yes. So Audrey finished the first game today and started. She's currently she's right behind us playing the second one. She's on aspect two. Hear her thoughts. Um, Maybe (laughs) when I'm going to be out of town at the end of the month, maybe you guys do some kind of like spoiler cast on the first one. Or the Absolutely. second one, I think that would be yeah. so fun to hear. Um, yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you, like uh, Mass Effect Two is probably my favorite out of the trilogy. It's it levels up so much. It's so good. Um, and then also, like, if you are wanting to play, like, sorry, I lost my train of thought. It literally left me. Wow. Anyways, Mass Effect Two is my favorite. I was just waiting for her to get to the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We had a comment I lost on my thought. Twitch. I don't know what. I think your face distracted me. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay. I was like, what is she looking at? There's a comment on her Twitch from Period Planet. Uh, is this game a game about JK Rowling? What? What? Excuse me. What please, please elaborate. I don't know what you mean. How is it about? Anyways. Um, um, so, yeah. Mass so Effect. Two, yeah. two is your favorite. So are you excited Two is to my get favorite. to that one remastered? Just because like one's so good, it's just older and like they really figured out like what Mass Effect can do with number two because obviously mm. it's a sequel, so sequels are always pretty great. Um, but yeah, this the the dialogue and how you sort of get around the ship, how you interact with companions, uh, much better into much okay. better into. That is good to know. Um, I I feel like I have another question. Um, have you noticed it is the exact same as before? Like it's just a genuine remaster, or any oh, of the details you know, changed? I, my train of thought, you know, it left, but then I it came back. And based on that question you just asked, so everything's the same. Yeah, nothing's been changed with the story. Nothing's been changed with like character dialogue or anything. The only thing that's different with story is that um, each game had DLC that you could purchase, and it was sort of like. Not a standalone thing, but like um, essentially, like you could access the DLC outside of the game, like in the menu. Yeah. But now, since with the Legendary Edition, all the DLC is like built into the game, so it's like a part of the story. Okay. You wouldn't even know it was DLC. It's just apparently placed in the game and points where it just blends in, which is really cool. So you don't have to worry about if old school ways before the Legendary Edition, you'd like Back look up. Back in my day, you'd look up, if I'm playing Mass Effect 2, okay, 
what order like when do i need to play dlc for it to Uh, make sense in the game so like there's some dlc that you want to play maybe towards the end of mass effect 2 or before a certain mission or you do it early because it just makes sense with dlc before then you just download the dlc and you can just play it all but it could be scattered with where it's at in the story so that's cool like with the legendary edition you just play the game and the dlc is just in the right spot that's really so nice, that's pretty, though. It's really cool. I bet yeah. that experience is different for you, because when you played it, it originally it wasn't like that, so... No, yeah, like, already in the first game, um, I think there's two DLCs built into the first game, and I played something, I went through a mission, and I was like, I don't remember this mission. Oh, this is DLC. <laughs> that's why I don't remember this, because mm-hmm. I never played that DLC for the oh, first game. Oh, okay, so. so that is some kind of new content for you. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um... So you overall, so far, you are impressed, it seems like. I'm curious to see, as you continue, how your thoughts are, Um, especially as you play your favorite one, which is two, you said. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think if I have any more questions for you. Um, So you're, it seems like you're also pleased with, like, the reaction you're getting from the general public. I, I was wondering, I haven't really seen any ratings for it. Are the ratings oh. overall pretty good? Oh, actually, Kayla, I looked this up before we started, yeah. and once again, you're a great co-host. Aww, um, the PlayStation 4, because it is a PlayStation 4 game. Okay, but, I didn't know that, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So it received a score of 89, which is pretty good, actually really good. Yeah. Um, the Legendary Edition as a whole got a 89, and then PC, I think, got like an 85. Yeah, PC got 85. Okay. So maybe some compatibility or how the game runs. Maybe that's something that dinged it a little bit on PC. So I'm not playing on PC, so I don't know how it, how it's running. But um, PlayStation 5 runs like a gym. I was runs great. going to ask you about trophies, too. Are you going to try to oh, platinum yeah. these? So I looked at the list. Not too difficult, especially if you do multiple playthroughs. Or, like, it's not bad. Um, and with this game, which is pretty cool, there's three trophies. Like, when I was playing... Um, Spyro. Spyro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got three trophies. Well, this game, you'll get three Platinums as well. Um, and actually a fourth, because the Legendary Edition as a whole has a Platinum, Aww, too. Oh, that's nice. So you get four Platinums. So that will probably be the four Platinums I get, because Kayla, I know I'm changing topics, but it looks at the, platinum, or the trophy list for Resident Evil 8, and it's horrendous. I was going to ask you that. Not going to do it. Bad. I can't put myself through that. It's... it's <laughs> gut-riching like literally like i don't know if i could put myself through that so yeah i haven't <laughs> looked at uh resident evil 7's platinum list but i am or trophy list i'm sorry but i imagine it requires me to play on normal which i'm playing on yeah. easy and it's already a little bit difficult so i don't know if i'm going to be uh going for that one either so um but yeah no, that's what i was going to ask because i know like trophies are a big deal to you like you like getting platinums so that's four guaranteed already. It's four. That's Easy peasy. All right. Well, did you have anything else to add before we before we go that you wanted to tell our listeners about about Mass, Effect, Mass Effect or Resident Effect. Evil? If you've if you've never played Mass Effect, go play it. Now is you the can't time. beat it. It's three games, three games for the price of one, plus all the DLC. Um, you're in for a great ride. What is that great price game. again? I think it's fifty nine. So that's standard. a great deal. Yeah, three games yeah. for the price of one. And you said pretty much every game is around 20 hours. Is that what you were saying? 
Yes, it's, it can be a little more or less depending yeah. on like how deep you want to go. With the DLC added in there, I'm interested to see how long it takes Audrey to beat two, mm-hmm. since she's gonna do it all. So yeah, that's really exciting. And is the DLC? It doesn't. It's not like an optional thing. It just like it's built into the game, like you said. I guess. Like I haven't really. I like I said. I just had a mission to do in the first one so it has in the to first be, game. Yeah. So it's got to be built in, yeah. but I didn't have to do it. Like, it wasn't required of me. I just saw it oh, as a okay, task. Okay, okay. And I was like, so, like, you can skip it. There's side um, missions, basically. Yeah. I'm going to say this. If anyone's playing Mass Effect 2, do not skip the Shadow Broker DLC. It is so stinking good. One of my favorite DLCs. Okay. So good. Okay. Don't so, skip that one. That Do you recommend, like, doing all of the side missions? It's a tough question. Uh, Mass Effect 2, yes. Mass Effect 2 for sure, okay. You know, I don't want to spoil anybody, but it's probably a smart move to do all the side quests for for your companions. Okay. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'll Mm -hmm. have more questions when I get closer to my playthrough. Um, But I really appreciate you. Um, If anybody in the chat has any questions for Jerrica, let us know. If not, you can always reach us at our Instagram I totally forgot to go through our Instagram and everything. So our Instagram is at JK Games Podcast. Um, so happens. make sure to follow us over there. I was really excited to hear what you had to say. So I know. We just started talking. We just got, I we even just dove said, in. let's go through the loadout, and I totally didn't. So I'm going to do it at the end. It's fine. It happens. Um, We're, our brains are out. They're mush today. Yes, mine is for sure. Mush. So at JK Games Podcast for our Instagram and Twitter. Our Instagram will always talk about where we're going to go live, um, which we're live right now. Again, thank you to anyone watching us on Twitch. And if you're not, make sure to catch us next time. Um, and then our Twitch is at JK Games Cast. Um, if you want to follow us on there, and it'll notify you every time we go live. And then, of course, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us jkgamespodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. We would really appreciate it. I don't think we have any new ones. Well, I guess that wraps it up. I don't have any other comments other than just play Mass Effect. <laughs> yes, I definitely will. We'll keep you guys updated. I'm going to definitely be picking it up. Whether or not it's before Resident Evil 8 or after, I don't know yet. But I will keep you guys updated. And of course, you will know on our podcast when we do that. So thank you guys so much for watching. If you watched on Twitch, we appreciate you. Catch us next time. Catch us on the flippity flop. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Adios.